All right, man. Uh, we got to get into this. I've been trying to talk us around it, and I can't. So, so for people who've been following the news, uh, Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union, the Wades. <laughs> it's been nice, mama. <laughs> hey, here you go. Here we go. I feel, uh, like, I feel like old boys standing on the Titanic when it was going down. And, it was just, yeah. and they kept playing the music. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Let me find some open source violin exactly music. Like. Yeah. Let me find some open source violin music. But yeah, we are we're at a position, we're at a time where uh um we're we're talking about Dwayne Wade. So y'all share the stream. We're talking about Dwayne Wade, we share the stream. Uh Dwayne Wade and his and his wife, Gabrielle Union, have been very um are they're a celebrity couple. They're celebrity celebrity power couple. And um they've been using their platform for various reasons to promote themselves throughout the years. And uh probably I would say the last three years or so, um they their their now daughter has um, become a part of their platform, and and at the time, his journey with his sexuality, um, with him um, uh, coming out as, as 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 a gay child, being a part of the pride movement, uh, being a part of um, advancing advocacy for children in the LGBTQ uh, movement. Um, so you know that has been the story there, but the, that that was. I think that was fairly received quietly. It, it did make some noise in the in the atmosphere of of the culture, but when um, when uh, let me see when recently, probably the last week and a half, two weeks, when their son, who is now their daughter Zaya, has decided that um, she wants to live her life as a woman, um, we. Um, we have uh, <laughs> we, this is this is what's going on. Oh yeah, and people have people from Boosie uh, to various uh, pundits have responded with their opinions about uh, this is really sad music um, with their opinions about the uh, about the daughter transitioning um, in, into into identifying as a woman or as a as a, as a girl. Um, me personally, just to kind of set the tone of what we're trying to not talk about tonight, <laughs> I have no in the culture. I have no qualms in a world where every idea is equal. That okay, uh, Dwayne Wade's child wants to live as Zaya Wade. No, no qualms about that at all. In a world where everything's equal, if we're having a if we're having a spiritual conversation in a church domain. In, or in the domain of religion, all right, or a matter of faith, then we have to reconcile that view of the world with what the particular tenets of your faith system would produce. That's a that's a separate conversation from this because that's not the world we're in. We're in a world of open ideas and a world where every idea is quote unquote equal. I don't personally believe that, but I also adhere to that understanding that what people think is true for them. That's gonna be what we. That's what they. How they see the world, and I can't. I can't change that, no matter how much it may or may not be how I see the world. Um, so that's not the conversation we're having about. How do you feel about transgender yeah, children? Yeah, uh, not right or wrong. Yeah, nah, we're not. We're not yeah, we're right not, or wrong. Yeah, we're not discussing right or wrong. No, that's not our conversation. So if you want that conversation, y'all can have that conversation in the comments, and we'll read your comment. <laughs> maybe, maybe, <laughs> <laughs> but you are not getting a comment on that from us. And uh, yeah, and I will mute y'all mic. <laughs> if I'll pull the plug. So, 
But uh, Brandon, how did you feel when you when you when you saw that when you saw the announcement or the various announcements and the press releases about Zaya Wade, uh, Dwayne Wade's new daughter? Um, and and I say that only in terms of identity, not necessarily in terms of birth. So right. Well, what I heard. You know, I saw a clip of an interview that he was doing on some talk show. I don't even remember. But it was just the thing that stuck out to me was the level of support that he was lending to his child um, and he and his wife. And I just thought as parents, that is the greatest gift that you can give to your child to support them in what can be a challenging situation. It's not for you to necessarily try to explain it away. It's just where your child is in that moment and you either support or you don't. Mm-hmm. And to for them to support so strongly and to not alienate their child, I thought that was awesome. That's I cool. mean, I think sexuality or sexual identity aside as children, because, you know, we're all somebody's child, I think that's what we always are seeking from our parents is support. Um and you may or may not get that in various situations. Um, I feel very um, blessed that I have received that when mm-hmm. I thought that I was in a sticky point in my life or sticky situations that I did get that support from my parents. And I think that helped me to grow and to be a stronger adult. Yeah. Ray, what did you think when you heard um, the sort of the chatter in the public space about that? Um, and, and obviously you can have, a, you, you have an opinion about the parenting and I think that's the piece we're trying to focus in on is just the parenting side. So, yeah. So kind of the, um, same, uh, along the same lines as, uh, Brandy, um, as far as the support, them supporting their child. Um, but then, you know, me always breaking stuff down though. you'd be like, at, at what point do, where as a parent, do you kind of like, okay, we got to step back and kind of like let our child or, and I'm not saying this particular situation, but at some point in time, when a child does get into a sticky situation, do you be like, okay, you're going to have to try to get yourself out of this. Like when does a parenting always being so supportive where it's not helping anymore? Like they look at it as a crutch or like, well, if I do this and the consequence come, my parents are always going to be able to pull me, pull me out of this situation. So it's just kind of like, all right, so let's just see how this goes and how this trends a little bit. Well, I think that's the, I think that's a fair point. For me, it, my reaction to it was a very similar thing. Okay, they're just being supportive of their daughter's mm-hmm. decision to live this way mm-hmm. and express their identity this way. You know, for me, I wasn't bothered by that because I feel like parents are always going to trump what I think about what they do with their children. Um, now, I, th- I do. I will say it did. It did um, spark, I guess, an internal conversation with me. Um, where I was thinking to myself, like, what would my response have been in that situation? You know, how would I have navigated that conversation as a parent um, if my uh, child came to me and said that they they felt that they had a gender, they had been misgendered mm-hmm. through life's, you know, life life circumstances. I think that's a conversation that I don't know how I would ha- handle until I was there. Mm-hmm. But I think I would affirm what I think we all feel is that, yeah, I would want to be a loving, supportive parent of my child. Maybe not always understanding everything they do. Maybe not always understanding their choice personally. But at the same time, I don't want to ostracize my child in any way. I wouldn't want to lose that connection as a parent. I wouldn't want to shun them. Um, Mm -hmm. I would want them to feel that they can be a part of the family as they are. 
And I think that's the goal of any parent to, you know, at the highest level is to be, make the child feel like, hey, you're a part of the family no matter what. To your point, Ray, as long as the consequences of your decisions aren't something, you know, maybe criminal or, mm-hmm. you know, something crazy like, oh, you out here spending up all the money, you know, <laughs> like, you know, but like things that things that we can think of, like, okay, if it's just a social consequence of I'm living my identity as I see it and people are biased towards that or bigots towards that, that's one kind of consequence that the family's going to, you know, rally around you and support you and love you. But, you know, to your point, if it's something like, oh, I quit my job because, you know, I want to play NBA 2K all day, <laughs> that's a problem. That's a, that's a, that's a different. That's a different. So, yeah. um, I, I want y'all, I want y'all definitely to interact in the comments. Like, what did you guys think when. Especially for the parents in there. Like, yeah. What, what did you think when you heard that? What did you think when you saw that, that conversation? And, um, you know, I was, I was talking to Mama Ray, and I was like, I don't, I don't know how I would have reacted in that situation. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you hope as a parent that you would be like, okay, I'm fully supporting you, my, mm-hmm. my child. And mm-hmm. like, but you just really, you don't know because you're just like, yeah. okay. Like, <laughs> I, yeah. I wasn't prepared for this. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I, I look at it too. Like, I make a distinction between supporting people and then supporting what people do mm-hmm. like you can be supportive of me as a parent without being necessarily supportive of the podcast like my mama she she loves me she's she, she's, she's team jameson <laughs> but my mama ain't listening to the stream all, all, every night and and pulling up the you know pulling up the, and sharing you know, she yeah. ain't doing all this stuff mm-hmm. you know but at the end of the day i know she loves me you know what I mean? She's not, she's not, and she, but at the same time, she's not opposed to what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But even when she doesn't understand what I'm doing, I think that's the better way of putting it it's, instead of it in terms of being against or for, but maybe just don't understand and relate to it readily. And then, and then didn't D-Way come out and say that he had to broaden his, his horizon or his, he his did. viewpoint? He yeah. did. That's a good point. He said that himself yeah. of the situation. So um, I, I think that's, I think that's where as parents, and we don't have kids, but, you know, we're going to tell y'all anyways, parents, how to, how, how to get it. We unbiased. We unbiased because we ain't got no kids. But, you know, yeah, y'all love your kids too much. That's the yeah. problem. You know, y'all too supportive. Too, too supportive. <laughs> too supportive. But uh, we, 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 we believe that that's the, the whole goal is to be, when your children bring things to you is to broaden your horizons mm-hmm. and open your mind up to what they're bringing to you and presenting to you. And, you know, you're trying to make them aware of what consequences can be. Because I think for me, obviously – People responded in the spectrum of, oh, this is right and wrong. You, you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't be doing this as a child. And and I think there's some, I think some slivers of that conversation could be had in an intelligent, thoughtful mm-hmm. way. You know, the question of, you know, is this a decision a child should make at this age? Because there's great, there's consequences socially, not, not you know, homophobia is one, but also just... If you're not absolutely certain about this, going back is going to be complicated, which. Well, I will. But just mm-hmm. to clarify, you can. Transitioning is a very broad term term. Okay. And so it does not automatically. Step one is not automatically a surgical procedure. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. And when I say turn back, you're right. I, I didn't mean physically turn back. Okay. Yeah. What I meant is like socially turn back, uh-huh. meaning. At like for for instance, if culture and converse, culture and conversations is a moment in time in history, mm-hmm. it's a movement, people. Um, <laughs> but we would never be able to say we didn't do culture and conversations. There's going to be video of it. There's YouTube channels. We got receipts. We got receipts. <laughs> we got <laughs> merchandises. <laughs> exactly. You might have you know one day y'all might pull out a T-shirt 
Um, hopefully it's framed on your wall in, in this big old house because we got signed and got the sponsorship and now we we doing that work. But but you might pull a, a t-shirt and your child might see it and be like, what, is, what was hashtag the group chat? <laughs> Boy, let me tell you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was a superstar. I was a superstar. <laughs> you, you understand? We was talking me- to millions of people. Talking to millions know, of people, right? you know, back in the day. And, but you would never be able to say you didn't do that. And so I guess the point I'm making is about the mm, transition yeah. process. Even if, even if to your point, it's not a physical uh-huh. change, people are always going to know you started on that path. Mm-hmm. And that question will rem- – I'm not going to say that question, but that is going to be something that you always have to navigate in every relationship you form in an intimate fashion. How do you see your sexual identity now in light of your experience that you, that you display when you were a younger child? So, um, and, and, that, and once again, that's not for us to resolve it tonight for them, for anybody, but that's just – that would be a natural thing I would think about in terms of – I don't want to say consequences, but just where things could go from there. Mm -hmm. But I think it's um, a really, I think it's really good to be able to create a a space within your family where your children feel like they can stand in their truth, Mm. whatever that truth may be, whether, you know, you agree with it, society agrees with it, like they're able to define themselves for themselves. I think that's a very powerful thing. And as you are wait, raising children, I think, who are brave enough to stand in their truth, mm-hmm. to also know that when you take a stand for anything, for yourself, for a cause, for whatever, then that is going to be something that is something that's going to follow you. And you just have to be just as resolute in that as well. Well, I agree with that. There's no... You can't just... You're not going to be able to get away from the consequences of your decisions. Yeah, like do like do you think Zaya has grasped like this decision and it's what will happen following moving on for forever basically? I don't think a child can fully grasp all that we know as adults, mm, but I point. think that they can grasp age appropriate things. Okay. And I think I'm a person, I think I think kids know more than we give them credit for. I think they absorb more than we know. I think they're, I think children just sort of know a bit of who they are, like more than we think they do. So I I think she's grasped as much as she's able to, as much as she's able to see at this stage in life. I think she has. I, I will say, I will say, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I don't think so, but let me say I'm not saying I don't think so to disqualify her making the decision for herself. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say that all because she has a level of ignorance to the future of what her decision means that she shouldn't make the decision. Yeah, that it was wrong. It was the wrong decision. Yeah. I'm not saying that. I just I just know like you just don't like. I mean, we got done talking behind the scenes about you know me trying to buy a piece of property. I don't really. I didn't know all of the all the the, the, <laughs> yeah. the, the stuff behind yeah. the scenes and how that was going to be, you know. So you you just don't know. And when you don't mm-hmm. know, and and it's no and that's no knock on her, but I think that there is a, I think that the question for me I would have as a parent in that moment is, are you willing to live with the consequences of what comes from this, and and I feel like as you said, Brandy. Even at her age, she can make that statement about herself and say, I'm willing to do it. 
And, and then at that point, once that conversation is had internally as a, as a family, now the conversation shifts to how can we support you doing this? And if the parents feel like she can have that decision making, she has the right to make that decision, then, then that's fine. Um, I think that in terms of my cultural critique, I think the, I think the culture was kind of wild. Like, like, oh, well, like, oh, that conversation shouldn't even be thought of. Like, oh, well, does she know the consequences of what she's doing? I saw that response. I obviously saw the ignorant, boosy response where I don't even want to give light to all of that. But needless to say, that conversation was was crazy. Um, I've seen other responses to it. And um, and I think that, you know, I, I give my brother credit. I would call him up, too, but that's a little too improper. He's a, he's a wild cat. He's really wild. So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't just put him on the spot. Um, you know, I could try to call him. Uh, that's that blue cup talking. Stop blue cup. But uh, he he had a real good take. He was just like a lot of people who were talking, you know, talking shit about about Dwayne Wade. Them the same guys who ain't even seen their ain't talked to their kids since Christmas. That's what he said. <laughs> and it was a bar. I was like, yeah, that's a real good point. Like a lot of the people who are critical. Who are do you, what kind of relationship do you have with your children? Mm-hmm. You know what, what kind of like what kind of father are you in relative to their you know them having that kind of moment in life where they're trying to re- navigate a really difficult identity question? You mm-hmm. know, so yeah, so yeah, I, I mean it's going to be a continuing conversation. It will be. It will not be. just their situation. I'm just saying generically, like oh, it's yeah. not. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, that conversation is ongoing. You know, and. um but I, you know, like I said, I support people having, you know, a space to have those conversations and to feel, to feel safe and to feel protected and having those conversations. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, you know, and I try to always make this distinction. I mean, you know, I may not see the world the way you do. I don't even see. I mean, I even I may never see you as you see yourself. However, I respect your right to be safe, to be free from oppression. You know, to to have a chance to live and, and flourish in America in this world, I support everybody's right to do that. Mm-hmm. Everybody's right, and and I think that this is one of those moments where, as parents, we have to not parents, but um, as people observing parenting, we just gotta let people live and let people handle it the way they want to. Because at the end of the day, I'm not the one feeding Zaya, I'm not the one clothing Zaya, I'm not the one taking pictures with Zaya, I'm not the one sending Zaya to private school. You know what I mean? I'm not none of, none of, none of this matters what I think. You know, the, but I think it's a great conversation starter internally, first and foremost, especially if you don't have children, to say, hey, what are we going to do one day if this conversation comes up in my family? How will we move? And maybe not this conversation, but, you know, pick something that is normal stuff for life. Maybe it's teen pregnancy. Um, maybe it's a conversation where your child says, hey, I was abused. Somebody was messing with me. How are you going to handle these conversations? And depending on your level of support as a parent, that's going to go, you know, go the distance <laughs> in determining how your child responds yeah. and, and, and copes with that stuff. True. 